Hello and welcome back to the Womanifester podcast. I'm your host, Katie J. I am so excited to dive in today on a topic that I am extremely passionate about, on a topic that has provided my clients and my community and myself so much healing and transformation, and that topic is breathwork. What I'm doing in this episode is creating a reference ode, meaning you need to listen to this episode before you can attend one of my community breathwork classes. Why is that? Because breathwork is a healing practice. You are healing yourself. You are being an active participant in the healing process, and you are literally driving the breath through the body, allowing the breath to do the work and love to do the healing. And when we do that, when we drop in, it's really important that you understand some basic things about breath work, how healing works, what doesn't work when you're trying to heal, and all of that good stuff. So we're going to dive in today and please, please, please listen to this through the whole thing so that you are prepared for community breathwork classes. Okay, let's begin. First things first. Like I said, breathwork is a self-healing practice, which means it is your job to regulate what is happening. I will be there holding the space encouraging you through the breath. I will um, be guiding you through and in a second I'll teach you what that breath is. I will be there but I won't be in the room with you. All that's in the room with you is you and maybe your spiritual support animal if you've got one. So it's really important that you are the one who is navigating, you are the one who is regulating how this practice feels in your body. You're going to feel some things in your body that you probably have never felt before. Breathwork opens you up to newer and higher levels of consciousness, which I wish I could explain how it does that or why it does that, but I'm not a scientist. (laughs) I am a spiritual life coach. And from my experience, this magical thing called breathwork pumps prana, life force energy through our body what I call, what I say it does is it, it spins the real, the wheels of our chakras and sees where there's stuck energy, where those wheels need to be greased up, where those wheels need to be spun, you know, need to spin a little bit smoother. And that energy that prevents those, those chakra wheels from really being at their highest vibration, that gets released through breath work that we get to look at through breath work. So when you've, when you do this style of breath work, you will feel sensations that you've never felt in your body. You might feel tingles, you might feel tightness, you might have a, a cramp in your hand that is so intense that you can't even move your hand. Now, that has that has happened to me a few times before, and I want to emphasize that if any of these things are happening to you, know that it's all temporary and it will all go away when you return to a natural breathing cycle. But If any of these things scare you, make you uncomfortable, you're like, I don't like this, then the beautiful part of this practice is you are in control. And if you have that intuitive nudge of this is too much, I don't want to do this anymore, then you get to go into a natural breathing cycle and stop the active breath. That is your job to regulate. That's what I mean by self-regulation. When you notice that you're starting to get a little bit uncomfortable, you're like, I don't like what's happening in the body. That is your cue to back off and take a break. Breaks are super essential. When it comes to trauma healing, one of the things that we talked a lot about in my trauma release exercises certification, which I'm not completing, you can watch my IGTV on that. It's why I'm not completing 
why I'm not getting TRE certified, I think is what it's called. So it's on my IGTV and on my static feed on uh, Instagram at Womanifester. But one of the things that we talked about during the certification is the need for safety because what's happening here is we are building resilience in our nervous system. So in order for that to happen, you need to be in a place of feeling good, a place of feeling safe. Because if you're not in a place of feeling safe, then you're likely in your stress response, the fight, flight, or freeze response, which we're not going to get too far into polyvagal theory in this episode, but I do have a really wonderful YouTube video that I use for my trainings and that my mentor sent me that explains polyvagal theory in detail and does an amazing job. But one of the things that you really need to know about trauma healing is that you feeling safe is the most important thing because we're going into a slight stress response with this style of breathing that I'm going to teach you in a second. And what that's doing is it's putting the body in a slight stress response, but the mind knows that it's safe. And that allows the body to do the healing. That right there. The mind knows you're safe. The body is going a little bit into that stress response so that it can release the stuck energy in your system, the trapped trauma response energy that keeps replaying patterns and habits and unhelpful conditioning, that is what we're releasing through breath work or through some sort of somatic or body work movement that is meant to release trauma. So you feeling safe is the most important thing. And that includes you regulating your own feelings around what's happening in the body when you do this style of breath work. So like I said, what might happen? You might have tingles, you might have tightness, you might notice sensations all throughout your fascial tissues, or you might be in a place of complete bliss and calm and thoughtlessness. A lot of people say that they experience in breath work what they were hoping to experience in meditation, which is a clear mind. And when your mind is clear, you can download inspired action steps, you can download aha moments, you can download releases, forgiveness, you can receive so much when your mind is clear and open like it will be in breath work. Now we always go in with a clear intention. I ask you to set a clear intention when you sign up for class. And um, I might even ask you that again as you were dropping in to meditation in the beginning. So with that clear intention, when you have something, and when I say an, an intention, I mean, okay, I want some answers around this housing issue that I'm looking at, or I want some clarity for what my niche is in my business, or I just really need to rest and experience some peace and calm in my life for a few minutes or an hour or whatever. If that is your intention going into the session, then you will notice that spirit healing forces, whatever it is that is working in our bodies as we are doing breath work will bring you exactly what it is that you are ready for every single time. That is what makes breath work such a powerful, beautiful, wonderful healing practice is that you always get what you're available for, what you're ready for, nothing more, nothing less. So when you set a clear intention and you're like, I'm really ready to release this person, I wanna clear them out of my life, you might have an emotional release during this. You might experience some some tears or just some 
a state of bliss or laughter, or you might want to get up and dance. And I want to emphasize that all of these things are fine. All of these things are perfect. It's safe to trust yourself. You literally cannot do it wrong. Taking a break isn't wrong. Getting up and dancing isn't wrong. Rolling over and stretching isn't wrong. All of these things are right if your body is guiding you to do them during breath work. It's safe to trust yourself. It's safe to listen in on what it is that you need to feel good in the moment, to feel at ease, to feel safe, to feel supported in this healing practice. One more thing before we get into the breathing technique. Harder and faster is not necessarily better. The folks who trained me to be certified in breathwork, the Revelation Breathwork, amazing, amazing teachers. I absolutely love them. I love their training. I'm creating my own training because there's a lot that I thought they didn't touch on, like the trauma stuff and just a little bit more of the actual space holding stuff is what I'm going to include when I am creating my training as I'm creating my training. But when they taught it to me, when they taught me the style of breath, it was pretty fast. They teach it as like a, and I do not do it that fast when I actually do the breath work. I might towards the end if I'm trying to like get it all geared up for the climax song, but really I do it nice and slow and I guide it nice and slow. It's more, so I'll, I'll demonstrate it for you and then I'll guide you through it. It's going to sound like this. So what's happening, all of it is in and out of my mouth, and it's a two-part inhale. So the first part of the inhale, I breathe into my belly and I allow it to swell. You can put one hand on your belly and one hand on your chest for this, not if you're driving. So I I breathe into the belly. 80% of my inhale goes into the belly, 20% into the chest, and then I release out of the mouth. It's all in and out of the mouth. Belly, chest, release. Belly, chest, release. All of the work of the breath is on the inhale. The release is just an open mouth, sighing out, letting go. You're not blowing, you're not pushing. It's just a relaxing, releasing exhale. So like I said, Harder and faster is not necessarily better. I drop in. I have amazing revelations and downloads and healing that occurs when I do it slow. So you can do it however you want to. You can do it slower than I guide it. It's completely up to you. You're in control. I'm just here to create the space. I do not know everything and I do not know what you need. Only you know what you need. And as you listen to what you need and you follow what you need, you will rebuild your own trust, your own resilience, and your own ability to release trauma and be more resilient to trauma going forward. So like I said, you when you do this this technique, we're going to be doing it for about 30, 30-ish minutes of active breath. It could be a little bit more, but definitely not less. And you, as we do this, I'll be playing music and it will gradually be building. You might start to notice all sorts of different things happening in their body, tingles, tightness, tetany in the hands, that tightness that almost feels like you can't even move your hands. And if that happens, you can always like massage your hands. You can take a break. You can shake them out, do whatever you need to do, but know that that tightness will go away when you return to a natural breathing cycle. So how can you prepare for breath work? First things first, come with an intention like we talked about. And you're going to want to lay down completely flat. Ideally, there's not a pillow under your head. If you do want a pillow under your head, just make sure it's not so big that it's pushing your head up 
too much. You want to keep your airways nice and open, not close off that neck passage. And I like to put a pillow underneath my knees, have a blanket nearby, maybe an eye cover, an eye pillow or something like that, and my emotional support animal. You can do this on the floor. You can do this on your bed. I prefer to do it on my bed. I'm just more comfortable there. Again, you can't mess it up. You can't do it wrong. Just make sure that you feel safe and comfortable. As the music plays, it will naturally build to a climax sound where you can then, I will invite you to let out a primal sound. Now, this primal sound can be a scream, a yell, a grunt, a groan, a moan, a howl, a roar, anything that needs to release from you. It's nice to have a pillow nearby so you can shove it in your face, scream into that pillow, and really, really release whatever it is that need, that we've... So when we do this breathwork practice, we're spinning the wheels of those, those chakras, seeing what needs to be released and greased and loved on. And that yell, that primal sound is your opportunity to really release that from the body energetically. And you might be listening to this thinking, there's no way I'm going to scream. There's no way I'm going to yell or make a noise. Like it's just not part of my culture to do that or my practice to do that. Well, I want to encourage you to come in with an open mind. By the time we get to that primal sound song, you might be ready to scream. (laughs) You might be ready to let something out and release something from that body. So don't discount it yet. Don't completely write it off yet but know that that is coming up in class, in the community breathwork classes. So after the primal sound, you usually have one or two more songs of active breathing, and then you get to rest and receive in Travasana. That usually lasts for about five to 10 minutes. So you just get to feel all the buzzies and tingles in your body and the bliss and the peace and the ease of post-breathwork life. And it's just, oh, it's my favorite part of the practice. So You can have your camera on or off during these classes. It doesn't matter. I'm recording them for my library, but the library will not have the video recordings. It will only have the audio recordings, so it's okay. If you want to leave your camera on, it won't be blasted everywhere, whatever happens in your home during your breathwork session. I like it when you keep your camera on because I like to check in on people, say, hey, how's it going? What are you, you know, uh, give me a thumbs up if you're doing okay. And so I like it when you keep your camera on. Plus, if you have an emotional support animal, I like seeing how they react to your breathwork practice because they're always like all up in everybody's grill, just like checking on their moms and dads, making sure that everything's cool. Um, They can definitely feel the heel. Now, another thing that's important to remember is that while breathwork is a really powerful, beautiful healing process, it's not for every body. What I mean by that is that some bodies are going through things that make breathwork not conducive or not a great thing to do if you're experiencing one of these things I'm about to list. These are the contraindications of this style of breathwork. You can always check these out on my website, womanifestor.com forward slash breathwork. They are listed in the FAQ section at the bottom. So if you ever want to see them, that is where you can find them. But I'm going to list them off real briefly. Pregnancy, cardiovascular disease, angina, heart attack, high blood pressure, glaucoma, retinal detachment, osteoporosis, recent injury or surgery, any conditions for which you take regular medications, history of panic attacks or psychosis, severe mental illnesses, severe, or sorry, seizure disorders, family history of aneurysms and coronavirus or flu-like symptoms. So if you're experiencing these right now, then potentially breathwork is not the best thing for you to do. And I would encourage you to 
speak with your primary healthcare practitioner about breathwork, about the style of breathwork. You can even send them this episode if you want to, to listen to, or my website, womanifestor.com forward slash breathwork, and just get their thoughts and opinions on it so they know They may say, go ahead, do it light, do it easy, don't overdo it. They may say, no, definitely don't do it. But if you are experiencing one of these things that I just listed or that's listed on my website, then definitely ask your primary healthcare practitioner. It doesn't need to be a doctor. It could be your your acupuncturist if that's who you usually go to. Just let them know. Someone who knows your body knows what's going on. But definitely wanted to list these things so that you can go into the practice feeling informed, feeling empowered, and feeling like this is exactly what it is that you need. Now, this kind of brings up another part of the healing process that I think is really important. When you have the intention of healing, when you have the intention of growing, when you have the intention of expanding, your mind, your your subconscious mind and spirit work together to bring you to those things. So if you're like, wow, I really need to heal this childhood trauma, or I really need to um, let go of this limiting belief, or I am really ready to get over this autoimmune disease or whatever it is, I believe that when you are in full trust of, yes, I get to have this healing. Yes, I get to feel good in my body. Yes, I get to release this trauma and move on from this so that I can live a happy, healthy life, then you will naturally be attracted to the healing modalities that will help you get there. You'll naturally be a magnet to the healers, the teachers, the courses, the support systems that will help you get there. But it has to come from a place of you believing that you can heal, you believing that it's possible and that it's inevitable and that it's part of your path to unfold and heal and grow and evolve, like I said. So if you feel drawn to breath work and you're dealing with one of these contraindications, know that it's not like a hard and fast no. I want you to do your own research, ask the people around you who are supporting you in your healing journey, and know that it's safe to trust yourself. It's safe to trust yourself. It's safe to trust yourself. It's safe to, once you create that environment for healing to take place, meaning the belief that you get to heal and that's part of your journey, it's just like any other wound, right? When you create the environment for a cut to heal, you keep it clean, you let it breathe, you do the things that you need to do to let that heal, but you don't have to do anything. Your body will naturally do it itself and your spiritual, your energetic, your emotional healing, your mental health, it's all the same way. When you set the intention, when you create the environment of I get to heal, that's a possibility for me in this lifetime, You and you have that intention, you will naturally be drawn to the people, the practices, and the tools to help you get there. So if you are naturally drawn to breathwork, if you are feeling drawn to breathwork, then It's safe to trust yourself, and I would encourage you to ask all the questions. Reach out to me if you are confused about anything, but my website, womanifestor.com forward slash breathwork, will have so much of the information that you are probably looking for, and if if it's not there, send me a DM. We'll get to chatting. I'll answer your questions, and then I'll probably add your question to the FAQ section on my website. And then the last thing I want to say is that when it comes to these breathwork classes, Once you've experienced these, you're going to be like, wow, (laughs) that was 
amazing. And you're going to want to, and I'm going to ask you to share it with as many people as possible, because as we share this practice, more people heal. As more people heal, the world becomes a happier, healthier, more balanced place to live. So please, please, please share these community breathwork classes with your friends, with your coworkers, with your family members, anyone who you think can benefit from the power of self-healing through breathwork. Please share these classes with them so that this community can grow and so that we can amplify the impact of self-healing. So this is all I really wanted to talk about in this episode. I wanted to make sure that everyone is on the same page, that you understand you are in control, you understand that safety, you feeling safe is the most important thing. A few times during the practice, I will ask you to ask yourself, number one, am I present? Am I present with this current healing practice or is my mind somewhere else? Number two, do I feel safe? Do I feel safe where I am? Do I feel safe in my body? etc. Number three, am I comfortable with what's happening in the body? If the answer is no or I don't know to any of those questions, that's your cue to take a break from the active breath and just to lay there and listen to the song and to my cues and be in the energy of the group. And then you can jump back into the active breath when you want to, if you want to. If the answer is yes to all of those questions, you can continue going and I would encourage you to answer them honestly because this is how trauma healing happens. You feel safe, you feel supported, and I am going to be there co-regulating with you, meaning I am there holding that space, loving on you, guiding you in, into this journey and through this journey and and really just loving you through the process while you learn to love on yourself. You learn to listen to what your body needs. You learn the power of your own ability to heal your trauma, release limiting beliefs, download inspired action steps. I mean, breathwork is the ultimate manifestation practice and manifestation tool because it can help in so many layers of the manifestation cycle. So this is the end of the reference ode. Thank you so much for getting to the end. Like I said, share, share, share. When you join the breathwork wait list, you will receive an email to remind you to watch this episode, listen to this episode. And you'll also receive a reminder to listen to this episode when you register for, for a community breathwork class. It's really important that you listen to this episode. So thank you so much for getting to the end. If you have any questions, if you want to reach out to me, if you want to share anything that you learned about this episode, go ahead and you can send me a DM on Instagram And if you want to share this episode, share the power of breathwork, share how somebody can be a healer of their own trauma and a guru to their own downloads and insights, then please share this episode. Take a screenshot, add it to your story, tag me at Womanifester. I would love to check out your profile and say thank you for sharing and just be a part of your community. I love connecting with people. So if you'll just take that screenshot, add it to your Instagram story, tag me, send me a DM if this was helpful for you. I would love to connect with you, love to hear from you. It's me behind the account. It's an actual human. So definitely reach out. I'm here. And as always, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you and have a fantastic day. Mwah.